nice out now game game Greetings, dear listeners, and welcome to our podcast. My name is Chich, and I'll be your DM for tonight, and the players with me tonight are... Dia! Hey! I am looking forward to being able to turn off the commercial freezer that's immediately next to me, because it's doing some weird stuff to my audio. Oh no. Andreas! Pew, 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 Cora! It is hot in Topeka. And so are you. Richard! I am getting an AC unit tomorrow, and it's going to be glorious. Oh, I'm Uh, jealous. That's the dream, that's the dream. Uh, So yeah, it's been a while since we last played, and... uh, Has it? um, Feels like it was the day before the day before yesterday. (laughs) Yeah, it does. You know, time runs so fast in quarantine, but no, actually, it's been like at least two weeks since we last saw each other. Wow, is it really? (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh... And, you know, we're having a bit of a thunderstorm here, and, you know, it's thunderstorms and lightning, and it's very, very frightening, and, like, the fright has made me uh, so that I can't remember what actually happened last time. Can anyone remind me? Magnifico! Um, We (laughs) arrived at uh, Chilamlash, I think I said that right, and headed to an inn called the Wet Horse. Till went off to see their friends. Uh, We had fish stew. Till returned and told us that their friend, Esther, a dragonborn girl, had been missing for a month. And then I put in big capital letters after that. Plot hook! Um, (laughs) Of course. Dawn gave Till alcohol. Decla was very unimpressed. (laughs) Yeah. Kasni struck out with the tiefling bar lady, and everyone went to bed. The next day, we saw Mert and Till off at the docks before heading to Esther's home. Her parents... Alice and Nandor are blacksmiths. Uh, we offered to help them look for their daughter. Decla asked about unique possessions, and we learned about a backpack she made. Alice turned up and um, got very angry with us because I think she doesn't want to get her hopes up about uh, finding her uh, daughter, uh, but everyone's very suspicious of her now. I mean, that's what you get in this party. Yeah. And then Dawn haggled with Nandor about the price of some studded leather armor. Yeah, so you just got done at the blacksmith's? It's still quite early, isn't it? Because we did the blacksmith first. Yeah, it's like late morning, you know, a bit before noon. So it's about midday now. Yeah, it's around midday. Uh, And you decided to go to the market, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's look at our annotated uh, map list to see where the... Oh, look, turns out the market is right nearby. <laughs> oh, how very lucky. Didn't have to go far. Uh, Before you left, Mert uh, marked a few uh, points of interest on the map that you bought from Lucia, who is the owner of the Wet Horse Inn. Uh, yeah, so you leave the up docks and you uh, go like... Right near the docks is the dock market. And you look around the stalls. What, uh, is there anything specific you're looking for? Magic stuff. Magic stuff. I'm looking for anything that looks like I could sell it for more money than it's worth. <laughs> Do you want to cast detect magic stuff? 
Oh, I always do in the markets. That's what I've done. That, that's what I. That's what I've done in all the markets we've been in so far. I believe that's how I ended up with the little ball thing. And okay, yeah. Whoever wants to uh, roll me a detect magic, roll me a detect magic. Oh, you don't uh, need to roll for it. You don't roll detect magic, do you? Yeah, no. For detect magic, you just cast it, but um, then you know, roll me inf- investigation. Uh, twenty-five. Twenty. Uh, wow. Nineteen. Nineteen. Fifteen plus. Uh, yeah, 15, because I don't have anything in investigation. Just people who are detecting magic? What is this for? No, all of you. All of you who are looking around the market. Uh, I'm not looking. Eyes closed. <laughs> Eyes closed. Yeah, you're just uh, wandering along, tailing uh, tailing behind them. Yeah, I'm chaperoning my idiot friends. Hopefully they won't um, rob any banks. <laughs> wow. Well, you need to keep an eye out for that behavior. <laughs> Well, um, Cassie, Marjorie, um, you're walking around. It's not like a fancy market. There's not like a lot of fancy stuff here. But Marjorie, you do come across uh, something. There's there's a slight magic, a uh, slight touch of magic on it, uh, and uh, it looks like an ear horn. Ooh, what's this? How how much for the horn? Tending the stall is uh, a human woman, brown hair, late thirties. Oh, this horn, and she uh, picks it up. She kind of looks at it. It looks kind of banged up, and uh, yeah, I'd be willing. I'd be willing to sell you this for um, nine silver. Nine silver. Have a gold on me, dearie. Oh, thank you. I gra- snatch the horn out of her hands. <laughs> like immediately, as soon as the transaction's complete, you're like mine now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and you wobble off on chair, laughing to yourself. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Decla, are you, are you sticking to someone specifically, or, uh... Uh, hmm, who got us into this mess? I blame Dawn. Always blame Dawn. <laughs> what? So I'm sticking with Dawn. You're sticking with Dawn. Okay, uh... Yeah, Cassie, you look around, uh, you don't really find anything magical, like, uh... Few people have some enchanted weapons on them, and, like... Not nothing that is for sale. Like what you detect is mostly personal stuff. Like a few necklaces, some weapons, a few prosthetic limbs. Cool. Prosthetic limbs! Yay! A tattoo on someone is magical. I mean, Decla has a magical tattoo, so I suppose that's not that surprising. Yeah, it's not that surprising. Um, okay, and Dawn, uh, Dawn, you keep uh, walking around, um, looking around the stalls. Um, is Decla obviously following me? Uh, I'm not hiding it. I'm not, like, following you. I'm just walking behind you. Uh, so yeah, um, Dawn, you come across a shoe salesman, um, you know, make, uh, selling, uh, leather boots. And you're thinking, hey, I was, I was gonna look for some boots. Maybe, uh, this guy knows where I can get some. You go up to him. He's a sort of, uh, he's middle-aged half-elf man. With be- with black hair, sort of salt and peppery, and uh, like some impressive sideburns, and you walk up to him, and he just looks you up and down, and says, "Friend, it's not it's not me you want to do business with. Trust me." Oh, who should I be doing business with? Says, "Well, with a get up like that, I think you want to see Farfalla." Where can I find Farfalla? Well, if you go if you go across the main square, past the obelisk, up towards the palace, you'll see her shop somewhere on the way there. Oh, I well, thank you. Uh, Dawn will look through his wares anyway, just because there might be a diamond in the rough. They're all very simple boots, like with no um, 
accessories. No uh, embroidery or frills or any of that. Yeah. No, like the most uh, it gets is uh, there's a there's a buckle on uh, a few pairs. But so. but is the actual quality of the material and the craftsmanship good? Yep, it's pretty good. You know, it's pretty good for the district you're in. Mm-hmm. And uh, Decla, you're uh, hanging out. You're uh, hovering around do- behind Dawn, and uh, the shoe salesman he looks at you and uh, says, "Oh, hey, nice tattoos. Where did you get them?" Uh, they're ceremonial tattoos from up in the mountains. Ceremonial? Wow, that's impressive. I. Uh, I mean, I had this one touched up by a thousand-year-old guy. <laughs> what? That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine, mine was done here in town, and he rolls up his sleeve, and there's a nice lilac, uh, a bunch of lilacs, lilac um, uh, flowers uh, uh, tattooed on his uh, arm, on uh, his uh, bicep. Yeah, I got mine tattooed here in town. Uh, I was gonna, I was gonna make it magic, but then I decided not to. Well, because you know, they have magic tattoos here. Yeah, yeah, Dafina. She learned it uh, from she learned it from someone in Rubina, I think. But uh, she has she has a shop a few streets down. If you're interested, hmm. that's pretty fancy. Thanks for the tip. Dawn will look at Kaz, uh, uh, not Kazni boots, uh, Decla's boots. Uh, <laughs> not really boots. Yeah, they're sandals. Uh, we'll look for Decla's boots. See that there are no boots. She wears boots when she's uh, tromping through hard wilderness and stuff. It's only sensible. Do you fancy some new boots, Decla? Uh, I've worn mine in pretty well. Dawn sort of blinks blankly. Goes, "What? What do you mean? They're they're worn through. Do you need to replace them?" No, they get better the longer you wear them. As long as they're like a good hard wearing pair. Ah, of course, I see. He does not see. He does, <laughs> he does not, does see, not yes. see at all. <laughs> Dawn will flick a half a gold to the uh, shopkeeper just for the information and wander off uh, searching for more things with his detect magic. As an aside to Declaroso, as they're walking through the market, says, uh, says that it might be an idea to keep the whole thousand year end of the world prophecy a bit more under wraps. Uh, I figured he would not believe me. Yes, but someone might hear who might believe you. I figure I can pull off a, you know, idiot pretty well. You've clearly never been to court. I mean, most people this issue might don't know what I'm talking about anyway. Well, that's their mistake. But still. Alright. Okay, yeah, so, uh, yeah, you uh, find what you were gonna find at the markets. Uh, where do you go from here? Um, assuming we all meet up, do we all meet up before we leave the market? I feel like yeah. Dawn would probably hunt the rest down if we're not. Yeah, you, fi- you find uh, Marjorie laughing maniacally to herself with her new ear horn uh, while she's uh, treating on some... Is there any food around? Oh yeah. Like snack food that they're selling in like stalls? I feel like that would be a good place to meet up. I, w- I want a kebab. Yes, uh, while she's treating on a kebab, yes. Yeah, Dawn will definitely find a kebab as well. Hell yeah. Douglet have some, I don't know, grilled veg. Yeah, there's an option for that as well. Kastny, are you getting any food? Um, we're, we're, we're having a street meat lunch, so... 
Yes, let's let's all have a street meat lunch. Can you not call it a street meat lunch? <laughs> <laughs> At least you didn't say a street meat sandwich. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so yeah, uh, you're. So yeah, you're uh, walking away from the market with your street meat sandwich lunch. <sighs> so, did anyone happen to catch a good place to buy magic items? Because that clearly wasn't it. I think we need to go uptown. However, we did find something quite interesting. Apparently there's a um, tattooist around who can do magical tattoos. What? Yeah, I'd like to pay them a visit. I want to know how that works. So do I. D- did you ask where? Yeah, we got their address and name. I, I say we go there. Explore explore the, the town and see the sights, you know? I, it is an incredible town. Have you... Have you worked in anything like this? All this metal and glass? Um, maybe? This the, this city is pretty unique in that regard. It's a pretty recent... Well, I say recent, like... A lot of, a lot of big cities are much older than that, and um, therefore you use a lot of older material- materials, but it, it's unique in its uh, building materials. Um, you have been here before, it might have been a while. Um, um, am I... Like, older than most of the city? Pretty much, yeah. yeah l- last time <laughs> I was here, it wasn't nearly this big. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a small town, you know, it hasn't grown yet. Like, back back in the day, it was just the, p- the palace, the obelisk, the uh, temple, and uh, a few houses around. Like, that's the old city center. It is the old city made out of this glass and steel as well. Um, partially, like, how would I say, like, certain buildings have been, um, what's the word, upgraded, but, like, what's upgraded for buildings, you know? But, yeah, most of the old city is, uh, made of just, um, grayish stone, and the streets are paved with, um, uh, stone cubes. Okay. So the old, yeah, so the old city isn't, like, it's clearly older. (laughs) Yeah, it's clearly older. Yeah. I like it. So yeah, your path leads you through the city. You start uh, walking into the old city center. You pass the Temple of St. Ilona. Um, you pass the obelisk, which is built out of uh, the grayish stone, similar similar to the stone, uh, the old, the older buildings in the city. What is the obelisk for? Does it is it to mark anything? Is it a triumph? Is it a memorial? Don't roll me history. Yes, sir. You all know that obelisks are like exist in several bigger, important cities around the Dominion. I rolled a nineteen on my history. Ooh, nineteen. Um, you know that there are remnants of the um, empire. Like it's the main thing that was uh, that remained from the old empire and. Like, you know, they've been uh, left up as a reminder as to, you know, that something like that may not happen again. But you do not have the knowledge of uh, what what their actual purpose was. Okay, that's absolutely fine. I just think they're neat. Yay! (laughs) They're very old. They're from uh, the history of this continent. Older than me, even. Even older than you. Um, is the temple roughly the same age as the uh, rest of the old city, or did, was that there before? Roll me perception. 
And we'll pair that with your archaeological knowledge, I guess. My my archaeologization. I guess, yeah. A 13. 13. Um, hard to say. You know, you know that it it looks like a very old building, but, um, you you don't, you can't really tell if it's, uh, like, if it's that much older to be relevant. Alright, that's You know. Um, Dormo remarked that we should probably go to the temple at some point. Uh, later, because they will have records, and it might show something interesting. Good idea. Mm. Yeah. Yes, the sort of established clergy this continent has is quite strange. Do I know anything about this temple or monolith about um, old gods? Uh, yeah, Dekla rolled me something. Religion, yeah. That's a yeah. That's a grand total of eleven. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, you focus on the temple for a little bit, but uh, it doesn't—it doesn't spark anything about the old gods. So, if you figure it's probably that isn't really relevant to any. I mean, it does say it does say it's the temple of Saint Ilona, who is the patron patron saint of this province. Well, I mean, that's what they say about gods. If your god doesn't spark joy, you should replace them with saints. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you walk past the square, you uh, look at the temple, you look at the obelisk, you continue walking across the square. Um, it's sort of the middle of the day, it's uh, around lunchtime, so the streets are fairly empty. There's like a few pigeons around and uh, like one magpie. And uh, you uh, walk further down a few blocks. A main street uh, leads you right down to the corner where the tattoo shop is. And um, uh, it's called Laurel Ink. Uh, ink, as in you know the <laughs> writing liquid, not the not as in uh, company name. And uh, the symbol is like a, a wavy snake. And you uh, enter uh, the door. So this building is like on the edge of the old town. So it's um, it's still mostly made of uh, the dark gray stone. So it doesn't really have windows. It has the glass bricks built into the wall um, that allow for the light to pass through, but also for privacy because you can't really see through the thick glass bricks. Uh, right as you step through the door, there's a there's a counter and there's uh, drawings on the wall of the various tattoos that various designs uh, that uh, you can get that uh, people have gotten. Mostly floral stuff, but there's also some snakes, some insects, some just uh, pretty patterns, basically. And sitting behind the counter, uh, sort of reading a book, uh, chewing on a pencil, uh, is the tattoo artist. Uh, she's a tiefling trans woman. She's got uh, dark red skin and uh, curly dark purple hair uh, tied up in a bun, sort of sitting uh, on top of her head between her horns. Yeah, she's wearing sort of a a vest made of uh, uh, thick blue cotton. Her arms are covered in tattoos, like various tattoos. Mostly floral stuff, so it seems to be her uh, forte, but she's got like full sleeves on down her hands. And uh, if you look closer, you can see a few of them uh, uh, poking poking out uh, up on her neck. She doesn't seem to have noticed... uh, uh, Bell ring as she steps in. She's uh, engrossed in the book. I turn around, face the party, mm-hmm. and say, "Okay, I know this is a little bit out of nowhere, but guys, 
Matching tattoos? No. <laughs> Sorry, Marjorie, but uh, we haven't really known each other for that long. What were you thinking? <laughs> I make friends exactly quickly. have a good experience recently. Um, I don't really want to commemorate it. What what sort of what sort of tattoo were you thinking, Marjorie? <laughs> um, I hadn't thought that far. How many do you have already? I want to see all Marjorie's tattoos. As you're uh, chatting amongst yourselves, you're bickering amongst yourselves. The woman looks up from her book, puts her pencil down like she definitely wasn't chewing on it or anything. You know, it's like, hi, welcome, to, welcome to my. Uh, shop. My name is Dafina. How can I help you? Kasni strides over, sort of per- rather purposefully, uh-huh. and uh, holds out his hand as if to take, uh, invite her to to to, to give uh, him her hand. Mm-hmm. Does she do it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, she she's confused, but she reaches out her hand. He bows and kisses the hand. <laughs> <laughs> what? How? How lovely! How lovely to meet you. <laughs> she says, uh... She kind of stares there, stands there looking at you, blushing, uh, not really sure how to react. My name is Kasni, um, and uh, we've we've only just arrived in this city, but we've already heard tell of your um, your wonderful shop and your um, uh, fascinating wares. What do you call a tattoo wares? They're not really, are they? What would you magic tattoos? <laughs> They're hard. Oh, you, oh, magic tat. You've heard about my magic tattoos? Yes, yes. Oh, um. Okay, um, so, oh wait, do you all want man? What what kind of magic tattoos? She looks very confused. Well, I firstly, I'm mostly I'm mostly just incredibly curious because I've never really encountered magic tattoos before. I was just I was just very very interested to uh, to um, know what they do and to see examples of them. I mean, obviously, but um, some of my friends I think are uh, are interested. Okay, um, I'm not sure yet. Well. Magic tattoos are, um, well, uh, are a price range higher than regular tattoos. Um, you have to, you have to take that into account. They also take a bit more time. Um, what kind of magic are they? Dawn asks from the back. <laughs> it's mostly enchantment magic. There are options to do other, uh, to weave in other schools of magic, but the enchantment is the most common one. I don't really have a lot of, um, um, experience with, uh, other schools of magic, I mostly just do enchantment. Uh, there's a woman in uh, Rubina who does uh, who does evocation tattoos. She's uh, really talented. Uh, she, it's an old family art, uh, old family tradition for her. Um, I just learned from her, so I only do enchantment. What, what kind of tattoos were you looking for? Dawn gives the stage to Dekla. She knows most about them. Um, well, I, I don't really know what you have. What does enchantment mean? Um, it sort of changes the abilities of uh, the person or an object. Could they uh, perhaps make a person a little bit stronger? Because I uh, could use some walking strength. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is an option for that. Um, specifically, if you need walking strength, we could do them on your uh, either on your, either on your lower back or somewhere on your thighs. Um, I already have a tramp step. <laughs> you said these are going to be a higher price range. I don't have that much money. I only have left, like uh, twenty-five gold. Is am I going to be able to get anything? Oh well, depends on the uh, size and the type of that tattoo. But uh, yeah, twenty. I think I think twenty gold um, should be enough for uh, like a 
something small. Um, I wouldn't give a full back tattoo for that prize. I'm 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 sorry. Um, uh, what 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 kind of what kind of thing were you thinking? Um, what can they do? I'm like a martial artist. I punch things. I guess. What would be good for me? That's okay. So um. Right, come come over here. If you're a punchy person, you might want to get them on your hands, I guess. Um, let me see your hands. I show her my hands. They have tattoos on the back. Oh, <laughs> I see you already have some tattoos. Mm-hmm. Magic ones. Hmm, that's interesting. I th- I think I've seen these tattoos before. Dawn's ears immediately perk up. This one wasn't magic when it was put on. That's interesting. Usually... Usually it has to be made magic as you're inking it. Uh, that's amazing. Where have you seen such a thing before? Don't ask from the corner of them. That is a good question. Well, a few years ago, I think a man came from town. I forgot his name. He was from a monastic order. Um, if you say you're a monk, maybe you know him. What was his name? Do you know? Uh, something Des- Dester? Was his name Dester? It started with a D, I'm pretty sure. Master Dester. No, that sounds weird. Anyway, it was such a sad story. He just came from Canatir. Or maybe he was going to Canatir. Not sure. He was looking for a grave with his former pupil. Hey. It was very sad. GM, where is Canatir? Uh, like, a hundred miles um, northwest. Okay, thank you. hundred to two hundred. I'm, 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 like, approximating right now. The tattoo he got, he got another magic tattoo. But the one of the sun he had, that one wasn't magical. That's really amazing that... Anyways, I'm getting off topic. Was his name Desia by any chance? That? Yes. That was his name. So you do know him. Yeah, he was a master at my temple. He taught me. A long time ago. Really? Wow. Well, maybe not that long. Well, the tattoo he got, um, obviously I can make it look like anything, but the type he got, there were tiny rose stems on his uh, knuckles. And what it did was made it possible for him to, um, for magic force to transfer uh, through through his uh, hits. Wow. I could, I could make you something similar to that. That would, if I make something small like that just on your knuckles, that could... Come down to 20 gold. I could do that for 20 gold, yes. If you say that's all you can afford. Do you know when he came through? Uh, I don't know. It was a, f- uh, a few years ago. I Maybe two, three years ago? Possibly three. So quite recently. Declan's got like this far away look on her face. Like, what <laughs> is going on? Are you okay, darling? You seem... I just haven't seen him in fifteen years. Sorry. Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't mean to upset you. I. No, no, it's okay. Um, I'm sorry. Um, I have a an idea. If that's okay. Okay. Um, could you put like claws at the end of my fingers on one hand? Hmm. Ooh, I like that. She thinks about it. She stares up into the ceiling, and you can almost see the gears turning into in her head. She starts nodding and she says, "Yes, that's that would be extremely cool. I could totally do that." <laughs> Thank you. It's the end of the fingers are very painful. I have to warn you of that before. 
And also, it would since it's a magic tattoo, it would take a few hours. I mean, I can do magical healing. Would that help? Uh, it might help after to uh, help help it heal. Um, during, it's best to uh, keep it magic-free, you know, except for the magic, of course, I'm weaving into your um, tattoo. Yeah, I don't want to mess it up. Okay, let's let's do it then. Okay. Um, do you guys want to get something? <laughs> you want to get some, uh, I don't know, magical spring down your leg or something, Marjorie? <laughs> to put a spring in your step? <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, so uh, uh, the tattoo artist, uh, Dafina, she, um, she says, All right, well, if you're ready, we can um, get started. Have you eaten recently? Because this, uh, this is going to take a while. Also, it hurts less if you've eaten recently. Uh, yeah, I have. Oh, okay. So since this is a bigger job, like the payment would be uh, half now, half later? Okay. You uh, you pay, you exchange money and... Uh, Okay, well then, um, step with me. And uh, she points you. There's a there's a beaded curtain behind the um, uh, counter leading into the next room. And uh, yeah, um, Decla gives you an awkward wave as uh, she disappears behind the beaded curtain, and uh, you're left alone in this tattoo shop. The three of you. Casney will turn to Dawn. Um, uh, didn't you um want to get some shoes? Was there somewhere you were going to go for that? We could go do that. I mean, this is going to take a long time, and as interesting as I'd be to see it, I I think uh we probably should leave the leave them to it. It is quite fascinating. Hmm. A... I want to go buy a bag of holding. So do I. How how coincidental. <laughs> Dawn. Are we all going to go get a bag of holding? Is is that what the plan is now then? If we're going to look for something to while we're together, and the only person out of the group that isn't trying to get a bag of holding is Decla, let's go get bags of holding. <laughs> One second, I'm going to yell into the tattoo shop. Decla, do you want a bag of holding? Uh, don't. Don't worry about it. I don't have any money. It's on me. Uh, sure. Okay. I mean, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's, oh, sorry, sorry. It's it's gonna be fine. Don't worry. Um, it's supposed to happen. I love the I love this tattoo artist lady. She is the best. Right. So yes, maybe we can get a a bulk deal on on bags of holding if we're going to buy four. Maybe. Makes sense to try and buy them all together if there's a place to house four for sale. By the way, uh, Don, you were asking about Kanetir uh, earlier. So any 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 one of you that wants to roll about that can. I just wanted to be done with the scene. What is a roll? Mm, history. 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 Twenty three. A solid five. Mm-hmm. Twelve. Mm-hmm. Fourteen. Don, you've heard that it's a city that exists. <laughs> okay. You you I think in the back of your head you briefly remember remember maybe stopping there on the way somewhere a while ago. Casney Decla, you know that it's a city with with a large graveyard. There's the largest graveyard in the Dominion is lo- is located in the city. Also there there's a cathedral of all saints there and uh the largest church of Saint Matilda is also there. Marjorie, you know that not only is it the largest uh, graveyard in the Dominion, it's also the oldest. It's been here since the time of the uh, Empire. Ooh. In the war that overthrew the Empire, there have been many losses. And uh, that's the place where all the people were buried. 
Right, so it's a very, 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 very old, old war. That, that's when it started, but you know, since it kind of that's when it established itself as as place of burial. Wow, Dornos had a massive brain fart then, because that's kind of his yes. thing. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, it's not your specialty. It is. That's the point. It literally is. <laughs> Maybe he uh, he was tired after partying and slept through that lecture. You know, <laughs> <laughs> probably. Like that's when it established itself as the burial burial place, and um, it sort of grew through the through the ages. So you know, it's like still current. It's still running. It still does the burial thing. All the noble families are still buried there. All the unknown deceased are buried there. Is the city with the biggest graveyard in the Dominion? Very cool. Yeah, and it all there is also an obelisk there. It's um obelisk made of of a single large obsidian it's one of the shorter ones but it's uh, very imposing that's what you know about the city so uh where are you going now you've just left uh decla and uh to get a tattoo where is the bag shop i'm not sure if it's been uh mentioned you can um can we stop a random bystander and just ask them where the nearest place to buy a bag of holding is i mean that would be dawn's mo yeah roll Roll investigation, but with charisma. Fifteen total. Fifteen total. Yeah, you stop uh, a random passerby on the street. A halfling man looks to be in his, uh, well, what we humans would call 60 years old, but uh, with halflings, who knows how old that is. He looks you up and down, and he says, Well, I'm not sure about the bag of holding, but uh, just if you're looking for just a bag, you should see Farfala. But, um, and someone else uh, pipes up. Like a human woman in her forties, um, she with like black hair, I guess. She pipes up. Listen, he's right. If you want just a bag, go go to Farfala. But if you're looking for anything enchanted, trust me, you want to see old Edith. And where can I find old Edith? Um, let me think. Um, okay. So if you uh turn left here and then go right up past the square, past the park, uh. Then turn in, left, right, left. D- Dawn's quite used to city directions. He probably can memorize it with literally little problems. Do they really call her Old Edith? Imagine if people called me Old Marjorie. Well, they go by that name. Um, But yeah, that's... Uh... Okay, yeah, so uh, Dawn uh, follows the city instructions like the rest of you who are listening uh, to it. Like, Cassidy lived in the city for a little while, but you're still not used to city directions uh, and... Marjorie, you've been you've been mostly hanging out in the uh, library, so yeah, don't you follow the instructions? And uh, eventually, you um, pass the A bar, you go down the B street, and uh, you on a corner. This is in the newer part of the city, so a lot of buildings are uh, built with uh, glass, mm-hmm. pebbles, and concrete. And uh, the further up they go, the more there is glass. And uh, you you see a shop. Um, it doesn't have a name, um, but there's a sign with a swirl hanging in front of it. And uh, you step in, and it's a dimly lit shop, um, lit by outside light. You know, as much as it comes in for the glass bricks, mm-hmm. um, there are dark, heavy curtains around the walls, and there's a heavy smell of tobacco smoke. Like old tobacco smoke or fresh tobacco smoke. It's very different. 
kind of both, actually. <laughs> Whoever's in here is a, like, heavy smoker. Dawn's eyes water. There are a couple shelves along the, w- the walls as well. There's various trinkets and other magic items on the walls. And uh, as you enter the shop, a bell rings and you hear just a loud and raspy uh, voice from the back room yells out, Just a second! <laughs> and yeah, you hear, you hear some um, clinking, some, um, you know, some fumbling but in the back room. You hear a bump and you hear uh, just a string of swears. Uh, Marjorie recognizes the language, it's the gnome language. <gasps> and, uh... Do, do I recognize the swearing, at least, as I hang out with Mox a lot? <laughs> yeah, you, you recognize the swear- you recognize the gnomish swear words, yeah. And it's a long string, longer than Mox's even. <laughs> I, I, I perk up say, that is some impressive swearing. It's like I'm back home. <laughs> yeah. Yep, and as you, uh, as the door to the back room opens, um, you see an elderly gnome, uh, walk out. They have gray hair, tinged blue. Um, and, uh, Marjorie, you actually recognize them. It's Edith Castor, um, Barbara's younger sibling. Edith? It's- Wait, Marge? Oh. I can't- I- I haven't seen you in forever! And I, uh, slap- I slap Cherry so that I can get closer and give her a- Wait, is this your sister-in-law? Sibling-in-law, but yeah, the last time you've seen them was at Barbara's funeral. Dawn looks up at the ceiling and goes, of course she knows this one as well. I can't believe you haven't died yet! (laughs) I'm so happy to see you! I can't believe you haven't died yet! I know! (laughs) You old man, what brings you here? Well, we're actually uh, in in town for uh, some uh, magic items, and we were told Old Edith has the best ones. D- do you really let them call you Old Edith? I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm not exactly young. I mean, I, I hope you aren't under any uh, illusions. <laughs> Only 420. Exactly. I have got at least another 20 years in me. Meh. Probably. You're stubborn enough. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Yeah, speaking of Starborn, are you still together with that uh, old fucker, uh, Jim, James, what was his name? I never liked him. Ooh. Yes, well, um, sadly, it's, uh, I, it, we didn't handle the uh, death of your sister as well as I would have hoped. Well, good riddance, I said. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you were always too good for him. Barbara was even better than you. I can't believe the two of you settled for him. I mean, what were the two of you thinking? Like, come on. At least, if you're going to insult me, do it in gnomish so they can't understand. Dawn just just shaking his head behind over Marjorie's shoulder going, no, continue, continue. <laughs> listen, listen, it's... I'm here on business. I, I'd love to catch up. We'll be in town for a little bit. Uh-huh. But, uh... Do you have any, uh, do you have to have any bags of holding around? Um, uh, uh, hold on, let me, let me look in, let, let me look in the back. And yeah, they waddle off. Can you believe I was married to their sister? Oh, they, she was so beautiful. I still miss her. Dawn looks at Marjorie for a second and goes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Dawn will go and look at everything on sale in the shop. He has a few things in mind he wants to buy. Yeah. No, you go You go looking through the things. What sort of things does this place sell? Oh, just like 
stuff. It, it's the enchanted item shop, so, so you know. Ah, conveniently is going to sell most of what we want, <laughs> if not all. Conveniently, and also potions, so. And uh, eventually, um, Edith walks back out. They're walking around with a cane, um, and they come out with a freshly uh, lit cigar. Is it a good quality cigar? No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dawn's eyes start to water slightly. Yeah. Everybody's eyes are watering. There's so much smoke in here. Like, I hope none of you have asthma because... Well, we do now. <laughs> <laughs> you do now. Uh, so yeah, they uh, come out. They uh, slap uh, two bags onto the um, counter. Says, So yeah, that that's about as many bags I got right now. I don't really make my own bags. I only enchant them. So yeah, we got... This bag here and this uh, backpack. They're both the enchanted ones. Uh, that, that's the best I can do right now, unless you get me another bag that I can enchant. Kelsey looks at the other two. Fight to the death? And that is where we'll end our episode. <laughs> Dice Out Now Game is a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. Our intro and outro music is Bells by Fake Cats Project. If you want to get in touch with us, you can find us at Dice Out Now Game on Twitter, where you will also find links to our personal accounts. Dice Out Now Game is a part of Be Gay Roll Dice, a podcast network for actual play podcasts made by LGBT folk. Follow them on Twitter at Be Gay Roll Dice and check out other wonderful shows on the network. If you can, please rate and review our podcast and tell your friends about us. Now, game, game. Actual play comedy podcasts are awesome. We can all agree on this. What about if they're in outer space? What if the cast don't take themselves too seriously? If you think yes, then you will love Experience Points. We're an all-queer cast playing Starfinder and trying to survive whatever bombshells our GM Kenny can dream up for us. We're an impulsive bunch who rush into things, which has landed us in some surprising situations. Have you ever almost died in a spaceship sauna malfunction? <laughs> we have. Come join the adventure with the crew of the GD Hoopty and their surly computer AI, A-Hole, as we traverse the galaxy, leaving a trail of pink glitter in our wake. Listen to Experience Points today wherever you find fine podcasts. Then come say hi to us on Twitter at EQPoints, or tune in for our live streams every other Saturday at twitch.tv slash experiencepoints, or you can now find us on YouTube. We'll be sure to unroll the pink carpet and have a cup of space chamomile ready for you. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network.